Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, Stump Town PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, Gary, the sixth man Hassan. I just want to start out by saying, what up, though? And shout out to my second favorite team now, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> are you are you a bandwagon fan now? Are you hopping on that train? I am hopping on the bandwagon fit the fan train of the Lions. Man, I've been waiting to say that now for three weeks um, or two weeks or whatever. I mean, I don't even care that the the Seahawks lost in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. So, for our listeners out there, you're a Seahawks fan, yes? A hundred percent. What happened, man? Why why are you jumping ship all of a sudden? The Lions are my my second favorite team. And why is that? Because they beat the Packers. And that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you're my second favorite host. <laughs> I can't hate you for your your preferences. That's all right. Some people just like to be petty, you know. <laughs> and that is me. My my nickname is Petty Labelle. It is Petty White. <laughs> That's it. No more six man. Gary Petty White Hassan. <laughs> I do like Petty Bell though. That's pretty good. <laughs> all right, man. We got to talk about Blazers. I guess. I think the last, you know, honestly, I think the last episode we put out, we were talking with Adam Drexler. Dame had just broken his dad's scoring record. Now we move into uh, the Blazers taking on the Mavs, which they won two straight, which was awesome. I mean, I honestly didn't expect them to take down the Mavs twice in a row, but here we are. Fast forward to the game. What was it? Last night. They lose to the Nuggets. Now, granted, Dame put on a masterclass. Dame looked incredible. But the rest of the team, not so much. Yeah, that was uh, kind of brutal. So, I mean, I I really like to see our our team out there battling and playing. I mean, the, the Nuggets are a tough team. Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't help but think that one of the biggest issues with this team is a lack of size and a lack of, of depth. And, you know, I, I say a lack of depth, but I'm, I'm again, still referencing the lack of size coming off the bench because it just seemed like Denver, one, I think is just a better team. I really do. Um, they're, I, I'm pretty sure they're at the top of, of the West at the moment, which they should be. They look like it. Uh, they're playing really well. You got... Joker playing, obviously, MVP caliber, like usual. But you got all these other guys. I, I want to say their their average height is probably, what, 6'8"? Something like, something like that. I want to yeah. say that the Blazers' average size is much shorter than that. Probably 6'3". <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably a little taller than that. But, but still, yeah. I, I kind of feel like... 
I kind of feel like the, the lack of size is coming back to bite them, especially down the stretch here. Um, but then, you know, what was cool is we got to see GP2 finally after the long wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he looked too bad. You know, there were a few times where a few possessions where he just kept stealing the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made things happen. But I, my question to you becomes, was GP2 worth the hype? Was he worth the wait? I mean, I still think that the GP2 is worth the wait. Um, you know, I, I definitely think that, you know, when you're talking about a, a player like that, you know, with him coming to a brand new team, you know, with a brand new system and everything too, you know, you you got to give him time to to get used to playing here. Uh, you know, he's, he's used to playing, you know, with uh, a whole roster. Uh, you know, he's he's played less than five games you know like with a new team and a, a new coach and a new franchise you know so i mean it's going to take him time but i mean you can kind of see already what he he can do on the court you know he's going to go out there and hustle and, and play good defense and try to bring uh, bring that energy and stuff like that to get the other players up and going mm-hmm. but I, I mean i i'll agree with you yeah but i i also think that maybe you know the success uh, that they're seeing while GP2 is on the on the court isn't necessarily just GP2 that we're seeing. I think we're also seeing a difference in Nasir Little being on the floor and the energy that he brings. You know, it's it's great to see him back. Um, but I'm just I'm just curious, man. Like, has this team truly gotten better, or is it a situation where you know we bring in different bodies? We bring in a guy like Jeremy Grant, who looks like, you know, the best power forward since LaMarcus Aldridge. Something that we've sorely been needing, sorely been lacking. But is it, is it a situation where it's just kind of mm-hmm. the same old, same old? I mean, ha- has this team truly gotten better? I don't know. Def- yeah, so I, mean, so I mean, it's just tough just because, you know, as, as Blazer fans... We, we want a chance to win every single year. You know, we want to see this team in the playoffs. We all want to see, you know, Damien get a, a chance to get a ring. Uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's awesome to see him moving up, like, in the scoring list. But also, a lot of these records, you know, that he's breaking, a lot of these people that he's passing while he's, you know, going up and passing up Drexler and passing up some of these other players are coming in losses, man, and it's tough. You know, I no. think that um, one thing that's kind of being tossed around and, and talked about is Chauncey Billups a good coach, you know. Is Anthony Simons and Damian Lillard, are, are they a good tandem? Uh, and for me, it's, honestly, it's tough because, like, at, at the beginning of the season, man, we were super excited, you know, we're we're talking about you know being a first seed or a second seed or maybe a third seed you know and right. and 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 now we're kind of teetering on should we tank it should, should we tank and then take it easy for Wembenizi or you know should we go for a sixth seed a seventh seed or an eighth seed and so again you know we we talk about you know trading Hart and trading Winslow and trading guys like that but also too like you can kind of see what our team looks like when we when we're not healthy, you know, and with with 
Winslow being out, you know, I think personally that he does a lot of things on the court that like people aren't necessarily seeing. Uh, you know, he's 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 playing multiple positions. He's defending multiple positions and stuff like that too. You know, he's he's not necessarily the the biggest guy or, or the best player, but you know, breaking down, you know, how how bad our bench was for that that period of time, you know, when all these guys are hurt and you know, breaking down how how our our record has changed, you know, once guys sort of getting hurt, you can kind of see how important some of these other guys are that uh, you know, aren't necessarily key players right. per se. Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Winslow because that's another guy I think we're actually kind of missing right now. I think the fact, you know, when he comes off the bench, um, generally you're seeing him playing with either Dame or Simons on the court. Generally, it's not both of them at the same time. But, you know, one thing that I think is lacking is that when, when Dame or Simons goes to the bench, you don't really have another distributor on the court. I mean, Josh Hart is... I mean, he's, he's kind of like a jack-of-all-trades, right? But he's not necessarily somebody that you're going to count on to distribute the ball out there. And, you know, when when one of Dame or Simons goes to the bench, the guy that's left on the court typically is out there as a scorer. Because, you know, Drew Eubanks, props to him because he's playing great basketball and he has been all season. But you're not going to count on him to get you a bucket. You know, he'll get them, but you're you're not going to design a play specifically for Drew Eubanks to go and get you a bucket if you need a bucket. Um, you're not going to have Walker. You know, you're not going to design a play for Walker to get you a bucket. You, you're going straight through either Dame or Simons, probably a play for Hart. Um, if Nurk's out there, sure, but, you know, we're talking about the bench unit here we're just not getting a lot of production. And I think that is partly due to the fact that you don't have Winslow on the court anymore because that guy was kind of a facilitator when he was out there and he was doing it from the small forward position, sometimes right. from the power forward position. Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. And I think, so I don't know. Like, I think that it's, I don't know. Like it's almost tough, honestly, to, so it's tough to like describe Winslow's game, right? Because you you wouldn't be like he's a a guaranteed starter, right? You you wouldn't be like you know he's our 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 best point guard or 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 even second best. But it's just he does like a a, a multitude of things, not amazing, not you know to like a a super megastar caliber, but at, but at but, a decent level, right? Exactly, exactly, and like you you don't really miss it until it's gone uh, you know and i think that's why you know when we're talking about trades you know i mean obviously he's going to be a free agent i think it's this year like if you do trade trade somebody like that it's tough because so what do you try to get back do you try to get back a starting small forward power forward bench player I mean, yeah but the thing is like you trade away someone like winslow you're not getting a starting caliber player you're just not unless you package him with somebody else who is either, you know, has a chop. I don't even know. What I'm trying to chock full. He's chock full of, of, you know, promise of potential, AKA shade and sharp. 
or you trade him with somebody who is already a bona fide starter and someone like Anthony Simons or, you know, I wouldn't even say Josh Hart is a bona fide starter, but I also don't see the team trading Hart. Look, so I, we're going to get into trades here in a little bit, but you know, I, I think going back to, to, you know, the original topic here, I think that the second unit is sorely missing Justice uh, Winslow. Um, and I also feel like I wanted to talk about Shaden Sharp real quick because, you know, in the beginning of the season, we had heard that he was going to get, you know, roughly 20 minutes. And that's more or less what he's been getting. And Chauncey has come out and said that whatever minutes he gets, he's going to have to earn. Do you think Shaden has earned the minutes he's getting? Do you think he deserves more? Now, and, and I don't want you to say he deserves more just because you want to see more highlight dunks. You want to see, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want any, I don't want any of your personal bias in this. Do you think based on his current production that he has earned the minutes he's getting or should it go either more or less either way? So, I mean, for me, like, I, I got to think about this from, from like a basketball perspective uh you know has has he came out and been the the best rookie this year no no right you know has has he you know came out and been dominant you know at times probably not maybe right i mean a few plays here and there sure yeah 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 so i think that he's so i think that he's earned the right to play um you know like i definitely think that he's he's earned the right you know to get probably 15 20 minutes a game because it's like you also got to take take into effect that like some games he he's not shooting at all some games he's barely playing at all mm-hmm. and 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 for those games i haven't heard one thing about him complaining i i haven't seen him you know like on the bench pouting right. uh you, you, you know and i think that's kind of why i think shaden's going to be a good fit here because you know his 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 personality is perfect for Portland. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a good demeanor, like, good bedside manner. Yeah, he's you professional about it all. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. He's a nineteen-year-old uh, child, uh, you yeah. know, and he's 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 doing things on the basketball court. You know, whether it's playing at it at his own pace, uh, you know, scoring. You know, not not forcing the ball, not forcing shots, like. I don't know, like, you just don't hear about him being angry on the bench. You don't hear about him being disruptive, you know, like in the locker room. Uh, you know, and I think that that says a lot about a person. That says a lot about somebody's character, especially being the, the seventh overall draft pick. Right. Uh, you know, and I just think that that, that uh, packaged with how he's playing, you know, has 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 definitely... Uh, and in my mind, you know, made me think, yeah, I mean, you, you, you got to get him out there 15 to 20 minutes a game because we all know what this guy is capable of, you know, like you hear people talking about him and saying how smooth he is and how good he, he, he could be. So, I mean, the only way for him to get better is to, you know, sit there and soak things up from, from a Dame and Ant and Chauncey. And it seems like from an outside perspective, that's what he's doing. Right. I'll agree with you. Mm-hmm. 
I guess what I want to do now, I do want to move into this, these trade rumors. Not and not even really trade rumors. Just let's talk about some trade scenarios. Mm-hmm. And I think you wanted to call this this segment here busted or bucket. <laughs> I like it. So Gary. You had asked me to come up with a few trade scenarios, you know, possible trades. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, man, without being on the inside, knowing who's available, mm-hmm. without knowing who the Blazers want to give up, without really diving into the financials of it all. Mm-hmm. One, I just want to take that out. I mean, I, I don't know. what the, I don't want to. I don't want to spend too much time on yeah. that. Basically. These trades that I'm going to somewhat propose to you, we're going to assume the team's going to do what it takes to make the financials work. But the first one I want to talk to you about is John Collins. There are rumors out there that this man is available. I've wanted him for a long time on this team. With John Collins on the team, you can slide Jeremy Grant over to the three if you keep him, which I imagine you would. You slide him over to the three. What a powerful one-two punch at the small forward and power forward position. Not to mention John Collins can rebound, whereas Jeremy Grant can't really rebound. Yeah. So, Gary, busted or bucket, would you... In order to get John Collins, would you trade Anthony Simons? Ooh. Would I trade Anthony Simons for John Collins? Would I trade Anthony Simons for, for John Collins? And I'm going to imagine that... I don't know how much John Collins is making, but I'd imagine you'd probably have to package a pick and or another player but we'll assume that it's somebody like you know maybe justice winslow maybe it's uh somebody like johnson somebody somebody who maybe doesn't get too much playing time right now yeah the nfl playoff picture is locked in and my go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl to kick off the road to super bowl 57 new customers can bet just five dollars and get 200 in free bets instantly download the DraftKings sportsbook app and use code tbpn new customers can bet five dollars on the nfl and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Busted or bucket? That's a bucket, man. That is that is a bucket, you know, because I think that um, so I think that just like you said, Collins can add some rebounding. Uh, you know, from He's also good on the defensive end. Yeah. And his offensive production has dipped a little bit, but it may be because the team that he's on is not playing to his strengths. Yeah. And uh, from from what it looks like, you know, it looks like it's kind of tough to have two two guards in the backcourt that are below 6'4", 6'3", or whatever you want to call it. 
So I would I would call that a stone cold bucket. So I would do the trade. You would do the trade. Who would you Who would you start at the two? Hart. You'd slide Hart over. So I'd go. I'd go Dame, Hart, and then I would do um, Grant Collins Nurk, and then you got you got Peyton. But I mean, it, it just depends on on what you got to trade too. Uh, you know, right. like would it be? Like I said, if it's if it's Simons and a pick, or Simons. Let's go. Say worst case. I don't want to say worst case scenario, but let's just let's just stack it up a little bit and say you got to trade Simons, Winslow, and a pick. Mm-hmm. Simons, Winslow, and a pick. Simons, Winslow. I think it's a bucket. So I think it's a bucket, man. I would, I would definitely do that, you know. But I think that, you know, if if we did that, so if the Hawks did that, they'd have to package, you know, Young or Murray and and send them someplace, you know. But it looks like Trey Young is not exactly happy, you know, with the Hawks. So, I mean, right. that move could work, you know. And then you kind of pair Simons, you know, with a defensive guard in the backcourt with uh, Murray, you know. So Works out for both teams. It does. It does. All right, man. The next one I got for you, I just, uh, I think I just read this morning that Rui Hachimura is available. Would you trade Josh Hart for Rui Hachimura straight up? Again, I don't know if the financials work out, you know, but I, I'm pretty sure they're probably making close to the same. I'd have to look that up. Somebody fact check me. So, so I think Hart's around 13 million or something like that. 13-ish. I don't know. Um, that is busted. <laughs> <laughs> that, Why you say that? I mean, honestly, like, I just, I just think that, you know, if if we were to move somebody like Josh Hart, who we know already what he can do and, and what he pr- provides for our team, you know, for for somebody that could be good or could be bad, um, I'd rather I'd rather move maybe Winslow and, and somebody else for him, you know, because it sounds like I don't okay, know. I, okay, so Hachimura makes twenty million a year. No, there's no way. He makes twenty million a year. <laughs> there's no way. This season he's averaging twelve points, four rebounds. Twelve okay, okay. And he's six really? eight. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's making six million. Is it six million? Yeah. So he's got a twenty million dollar contract. Four years, twenty million. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's six at million. Yeah. He's at six million. Yeah. So I mean for me, like, I'm I'm really big like on Josh Hart. I mean I 
I I'd want to get somebody bigger and better. I think. Uh, you know, I I I I get that. You know, we're we're not gonna get like a a top tier player. You know, back for for Josh Hart. Um, but again, I I'd much rather move. You know, like a Justice Winslow or maybe. Uh, Package some picks or something like that. Well, I, t- I tell you right now, you're not getting Hachimura for Justice Winslow. Yeah. You might get him for Josh Hart. Package Winslow with with somebody else too. Um, mm-hmm. But. But it's busted. You're saying it's busted. It's. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. All right, man. Last one I got for you. Mm-hmm. Same scenario. Josh Hart's on the block for Cam Reddish. That for me is a bucket. Yeah? That for me is a bucket, sir. I would gladly take Cam Reddish, and I think that. Um, so I got a so I got a couple trades for you, but I think that you know when when you see somebody like Cam Reddish, he essentially fits the exact player that that Portland has tried tried to get on their roster. Uh, you know, like when you look at guys like Alfred Camino, you know, mm-hmm. when you look at you know some of these guys that uh, or Mo Parkless, you know, we're we're constantly bringing in guys that are like borderline could be out of the NBA. Uh, yeah. You know, and I think that, you know, for for somebody like him, you know, I mean, obviously he's a highly a highly touted player, like out of college, came here as a first-round draft pick, and his his uh, his play has has been up and down. Uh, you know, he, yeah. he, had, he had one game where he had, you know, a couple turnovers, and his playing time has slowly diminished. Well, and the problem is he's injured right now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Assuming he gets healthy in time yeah. uh, to get traded. Yeah. Look, the guy's six seven, and he's defensive minded. Exactly. A defensive minded wing would be amazing. Exactly. Exactly. And so. I think he's also only making like five million or something, six million. Yeah, because I think he's he's still on his rookie contract. I might be wrong. I, I don't know. He might be. Would you, so instead of Josh Hart, would you trade, because I know, look, we're both pretty big on this guy, but would you trade Nas Little? Mm, bucket. <laughs> I agree. So, so I got two for you. So, to get Cam Reddish, would you trade Justice Winslow and, and Greg Brown? Yes, bucket. Any day of the because week. Because I, right? Because I put that through the the trade machine and it it, it went through just because the the salaries match up and. Any day of the week. And then I got one more for you. I can't believe you had reddish on there too. <laughs> no wonder you said bucket. <laughs> so what about Jay Crowder and Cam Johnson? For Keon Johnson and Josh Hart. Oh, yes. Bucket. <laughs> That's a major bucket. Are you kidding me? But yeah, like when 
when we're talking about trades, I mean, yeah, you know, like everybody wants the top tier player, right? Well, of course. But, but, you know, I just think that, you know, like when you're making these, especially mid-season trades and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're going to be trading for pieces or, you know, just like they did last year, you know, trading for money or well, you're gonna, draft picks or something like that. If, you if know? you're trading for players, you, you're more more likely going to trade for role players versus the superstars. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, again, somebody fact-check me on this, but I feel like superstars don't generally get moved at the trade deadline. Unless right. there's and, something seriously wrong where they're where they're at, right? And and you typically don't see stars going for stars. Like, right? It it might be a a a star player getting traded for an up and coming star. You know, kind of like Paul George and, and SGA. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not you know Carmelo for Kevin Durant or something like that. You know, and. I think now, you know, uh, getting a piece like Jay Crowder, getting a piece like Cam Johnson, getting a piece like Cam or or Reddish or whatever mm-hmm. would be so helpful for this team, you know, because what we need, you know, is is longer, bigger, defensive-minded guys. Yes. Um, you know, so I would, I would love to get somebody like Jay Crowder just to come in and play that three and four because – not only is he going to bring in a defensive spirit, that guy has missed a lot of games this year. So, so he's healthy, and he's pissed <laughs> off, and he's angry, right? Yeah. So when bring he energy over here, right, right. So like when he when he gets on the court, you know he, he could come here and play for the Blazers. And man, I, I would think that Damian is probably tired you know simons is probably tired grant's probably tired because these guys are playing a lot of minutes yeah so you know to to get here uh you know and to have that guy on the other end of the court that's yelling and screaming and barking and pissed off and angry man that only lifts you up (laughs) yeah i'm for it I, i think that's a that's a major bucket that may be the best besides john collins that may be the best trade scenario we've got here but we mentioned trading Simons. Do you think the right move is to trade Simons or Sharp? Hmm. Um. For me, I don't want to trade Sharp mm-hmm. because I, I just think you know, as as Blazer fans, uh, and I mean, you could even say this about Simons too, is. Man, we've just traded so many players that, or not drafted so many players that have just turned out to be stars, and then we have to sit back and watch them be stars. Right. You know, whether it's Kevin Durant it's or like you know, Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, and just I would hate for us to finally make the right draft pick, and then Sharp <laughs> just comes out and, and becomes a mega star. Man, I would honestly hate that. Um, well, I but I mean, you know if. Right. I, hey, I, you know, speaking of that, I got I got one more buster bucket for you. Mm-hmm. Gary Hassan. Okay. Busted or bucket. Now is the time t- to move Damian Lillard and focus on the future of the franchise and build around Anthony Simons, Shaden Sharp. Trade Nurk. Trade what you got. 
build around that mm-hmm. young core. Yeah, so I mean, I I, I could definitely see how uh, somebody might be geared to go to that position, but I just think honestly that you don't trade Damien unless he asks you to. Um, so I would say busted. Um, you know when when you get a player like Damian Lillard, somebody that's a megastar, somebody that's you know a top ten point guard, somebody that's moving up the the scoring list, and yeah, somebody that too. yeah, and, and and somebody that wants to be here and like players want to play around, like you don't move that unless he wants you to move, um, and I would hate to see him move but i just think that man like you're 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 never gonna see a player like that ever again maybe not on this team yeah 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 although sharp looks pretty good sharp does look pretty good but But we're also basing that statement off of potential off mm -hmm. of flashes you know flashes in the Mm -hmm. pan here and there and Mm -hmm. You know, we spoke. I know we're bouncing around a little bit, but we spoke about trading Simons potentially. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that we might be, say, we move Simons? Mm-hmm. Do you think we might be mortgaging the team's future by trading our young stars? And is it the right move? Mm-hmm. You know, is is that the right move to start trading the young stars that, you know, for instance, Simons is definitely outplaying his contract. Mm-hmm. You know, you you get you should get a bona fide starter and or star for mm-hmm. Anthony. Mm-hmm. And how does that, if you if you go all in on winning now, like you told Damian you were gonna, how does that affect the future iterations of this team? And are you able to do enough to break through this stacked Western Conference? Mm-hmm. And then match up after you've gone through the gauntlet over on this side, match up against the likes of Milwaukee or Boston, Boston or Philly or, you know, the Nets even. Mm-hmm. Is it enough? I don't know. But I would say for me, if you could trade Simons for that boy up in Toronto, OG, I would do it. That's a bucket for me. So I I saw I saw something earlier today that Toronto said in order they're not looking to move OG. Mm-hmm. But if they were to be enticed to move him, it has to be a package that includes multiple unrestricted first round draft picks. <laughs> Is that worth it? We're talking about mortgaging the future here. For me, honestly, I would try to get him. Because, so again, you're never going to have a player like Damien ever again. And, you know, we've both been Blazer fans for a long, long time. (laughs) Yes, we have. We've we've cried lots of tears in each other's arms. <laughs> over, over, over losses. I wouldn't, over. I wouldn't go that far, but hey, man, if you ever, if you ever need a shoulder to cry on, I'm here for you. Lean on me. 
I'll be that friend. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I, I just think that, you know, I want to see Damon get a ring, and I want to see Damon get a ring here. So, Honestly. So would you send, would you, because they're talking about moving uh, Gary Trent Jr. as well. Mm. In fact, that's the only carrot they're dangling out there at the moment. Mm -hmm, would mm -hmm. you move Anthony and two unrestricted first-round draft picks for OG on Anobi? Yes. Yes. Okay. You? I'd have to seriously think about it. I don't know. I don't know if I would, man. But, yeah. you know, I've been saying it for a long time. I think there's two trains of thought here. You can continue to build for the future while building around Dame. But to me, that says you're not all in on mm -hmm. winning now for with mm -hmm. Dame. So if you're going to go all in, I think you have to do it. Mm -hmm. I think you absolutely have to do it because if you're telling Dame you're all in to win with him and it's going to be a two, three, four year plan, mm -hmm. you got to make those moves. And those right. that's that's the kind of tough decision that you've got to make and you've got to be okay with if it doesn't pan out. Because at least you tried. Mm -hmm. Right, because cause our, our megastar, you know, one of the, the best players, you know, that has ever donned a Blazers jersey Top is... 75. 32 years old right you know so he's he, turning 33 soon yeah yeah so so you know if if we're talking about getting him a ring you know if we're talking about winning now we we have to be making these moves right now you know and i just think that for me one one reason why i think it's easier to to make a trade is because honestly like i can't remember the last time you know that that we went into a season and you could just be like all right the here are gonna win okay the lakers are gonna win you know golden state's gonna win like the nba's to a, a certain extent now is is pretty wide open yeah. uh, uh, you know and i think that you couldn't really look at one team and be like boston's gonna win the bucks are gonna win the sixers are gonna win or Denver's, you know, going to win, you know, because I think that before the season, people, you know, were saying Golden State's going to win, the the Lakers are going to be better, but they're not. So who knows what could happen? Right. It's so wide open. There is mm -hmm. there is not a single team in the NBA right now that I could point to and say they're the front runners. They're going to win. Exactly, and that's that's where I'm and, putting my money. I wouldn't right. bet on this season. Mm hmm. Nobody. Mm hmm. Right, right, and 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 that's that way you can do that on DraftKings Sportsbook. Right, <laughs> and that hasn't happened in so long, man. You know, because you think about all the eras and stuff. You know, we we've, we've been through. You know, right. it was it was Jordan, then it was Kobe and Shaq, then it was Duncan, then it'd be you know Keem, you know whatever. But this year, honestly, like if I had to put money down on a team. I mean, I would probably lose money, I think, you know, because would you say Boston? Because you're terrible at picking winners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I still love DraftKings, though, FYI. <laughs> Shout out to my moneymaker. <laughs> right, because, yeah, uh, you know, because you could look at the the Boston Celtics, you know, I mean, they're they're 33-12 and 12 now, uh, you know. Are, mm -hmm. are, are, are they going to be healthy in the playoffs? You know, is is their head coach's inexperience going to come back 
to impact them. You know, mm-hmm. is Robert Williams going to be able to get through a season without getting hurt? You know, there's right. there's there's so many factors. You know, you you look at the the Sixers. You know, is is James Harden going to be healthy? You 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 look at Shoot, the Bucks. Is Embiid going to be healthy? Exactly. You you look at the Bucks. You know, and you think, is Middleton going to get through the season? Uh, you know, are 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 they going to be fully healthy? You know, you could say the the same thing about. Memphis, uh, you know, they're 31-13 tied for, or they got the same record as the the Nuggets. Is Jaw going to get to the playoffs and get hurt again? Or just get gassed because that dude right. plays so hard. Dude, that guy has some of the craziest in-game dunks I have <laughs> ever. This dude looks like he's jumping off of like a pogo stick. And, and he's... And he's reaching back and just <laughs> boomerang and dunking on people. He is one of my favorite players to watch in the entire NBA. Dude, it's it's so crazy because that guy gets a lot of hate, man. Like he 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 gets a lot of hate, but I mean, it's like I like their team, you know, because it's not so it's not like a free agent destination. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't have a ton of mega stars. Right. They're just. They're just guys that go down, work hard, get the job done. And yeah. for me, I I, I yeah, love it's like that. A blue team. Exactly. And you know, it seems like they all love to play together. Like they're all like having fun and playing defense and dancing and like making the game fun, man. Like I love to see that. You know. Mhm. I agree, man. Um. I'll be really curious to see where the Blazers finish to see if they even there's a good chance they don't even make a move before the trade deadline. Like there there's a really high probability that there are no no moves or at least like no splashing moves. Yeah. That they may they may just ride this out. Yeah. You can tell Dame's frustrated with it. We know the fans are frustrated with it because we feel this team should be better. And there's kind of a glaring deficiency on the roster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to see what happens. Um, I wouldn't get your hopes up, though, for a splashy trade. Because if history no. tells us anything, it's not going to happen. It, oh, right, and, you know, I think the trade, you know, we make is probably going to be for a eighth man or a ninth man. You know, it's going to be someone to bolster the second unit. Yeah, yeah. A role player that can come in, maybe a three and D guy. But man, because we it's had not going to be a starter. No, it's not going to be a six man. No, it's going to be beyond that. It ain't, man. Because we had so many games of just horrible bench play, like <laughs> like a, so like I don't a know, three like, point. Three points for the bench. All yeah, that was, that was yeah. Cool. Like we might have been able to, to go out there and get a point. <laughs> That's a bucket. <laughs> so I think I think they got a game tomorrow. Uh, we'll yeah. see what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully they'll come out with a win because there's nothing I like better than seeing a Blazer win. Especially mm-hmm. when they're, look, they're close to being out of the, even the play-in, but mm-hmm. they're 
also not that far away from being what the sixth seed right right, right in the mix so we'll see right, what because, happens man like all they gotta yeah. do is get a good winning streak going they gotta get their chemistry mm -hmm. up they gotta figure something out mm -hmm. we've seen it happen it's happened before yeah. We can keep our hopes up. We can cross our fingers, cross our mm -hmm. toes, say a prayer, do whatever, mm -hmm. do whatever it is you do to get a Blazer win and maybe even start a winning streak because the team desperately needs one of those. Desperately. Gary, look, man, it's fun as always. It's a pleasure having you on. Thank you for joining me. Big shout-out to my co-host, Gary. Go Lions. Yeah, okay. Forget the shout out to my co host, <laughs> Petty White. But shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, social media followers, and bucket busters. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter. And we also added a uh, TikTok, so please reach out to us, follow us on TikTok. Gary puts out some amazing videos, real fun. In fact, he was, he was featured at his own personal. Uh, TikTok was featured on uh, WTF Portland, so <laughs> check him out as well. But the bottom line is we love building community with you all. So don't forget to rate, follow, subscribe, and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.